this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up. Yep, that's right, everybody. Ears up podcast. We are on the air, on the podcast air, on the the pre-recorded air. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. We're doing a thing. Whatever we're doing, you're listening to it. And um, whether you like it or not. I think you were right no matter what you said. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, look at that support. I feel supported. Good. Thanks, guys. That's great. Yeah. I appreciate help you Help me help much. you. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, we have a good show for you today, I think. I don't really know. Eh. Sort of one of those shows. This show, by the way, is called Number 198 because that's the <laughs> show number it is. Wow. And I couldn't figure out what this show is. I couldn't figure out what the show is going to be about. <laughs> I'm just going to be completely honest with you. Is. Yeah, I'm just going to be straightforward. Um you know, because we had booked on Dorsey a couple of weeks ago and then he had to cancel because he was sick. And then some like, OK, we pushed him to um, this show. No, it wasn't to the no, show. It was the, it was the last week's show. We pushed him to then. He goes, I can't do it. So we had to scramble for that. And then this. And then I'm like, what about Thursday? And he goes, I can't do it today. And I'm like, God, OK, fine. So the good news is we have Don Dorsey for the 2nd of December. Yes. It's coming up. Confirm. Tell me he'll be there. Happening. He'll be there. Right. Uh, but the bad news is like we, I, there, we just, there's no way we could, <laughs> we could uh, figure out something. And, you know, I thought about just not even bringing it up, but that's not like me. I got to just, you. I got to just tell you everything that's in my brain. So what we have done though, thankfully Bev just came back from Disneyland. I don't want to do like a standard trip recap, you know, where it's like, okay, well for my 57th time at Disneyland this week, this is exactly (laughs) what I did. I walked into the left side, not the right side. And I went to the city uh, hall and took a picture. And then I went here and the churros were amazing. Of course, you know, like this is that kind of stuff. Although there will be some of that, but I want to know like just some nitty gritty details. So Bev did some things she's never done before, had some experiences she's never had before. So I want to talk about those and sort of how they relate to, you know, anybody else. Um, you know, for example, like crowd levels and, you know, whatever. So we're going to do that. We have some feedback. Um, I have a game to play with Bev. She doesn't really know anything too much about it. I don't know anything about it. Uh, I'm very excited about it. We have Disney news to do just a smidge because after this, we're recording the secret show. Huh? So we have a lot of news to push over on the secret show, but there are a couple of things I do want to talk about that are happening in the parks. So we're going to be doing all that. Plus... I'm going to be going over uh, the Ichabod Crane portion of the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad movie from light years ago that I just didn't finish. I'm going to do that now. <laughs> Good. 
because right. um, not, you know, Halloween would have been a better time for it. But what are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? Probably two years ago would have been a better time for it. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that at least sick bird. <laughs> but I do have um, audio clips. Oh, yeah. Above and beyond. I'm trying to spice wow. up. Uh, I'm trying to spice up my uh, my presentation here a little bit. You know what I mean? Good for you. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. You can find us on social media. You guys, I don't know if you knew that or not. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> feedback goes to Taryn at earsup-podcast.com, or you can use the form on our website. Send show suggestions to Terrence at earsup-podcast.com. You can say hi. Hi. To Bev. Anything else, me, Jason, ears up, hyphen, podcast.com. Speaking of Disneyland, Concy Ears is open and ready to help you guys book the best trip ever. Go to Disneyland, go to Disney World, go to Disney Cruises. Concy Ears will help you book those, all three of those, and explain exactly what's going on, uh, the ins and outs, where to go, how to even find dining reservations. They'll book dining reservations for you. If you're in the park and you're hungry and you're like, I want a sit-down meal. Oh, this place takes a reservation. I don't, you don't wait on hold. Don't talk to people. Don't use the ad. Just, no. just text concierge. Call concierge. They'll do it for you. They'll set it up. They will plan your Disney vacation for you down to, well, they're not going to give you an itinerary, although then maybe they will. But if you're going to Disney World, they'll show you how to use Disney Genie and Disney Genie Plus and just go through all that kind of nonsense with you. Disneyland doesn't have it yet. However, there are little subtleties of going to Disneyland that, that concierge will know and they will help you out. And even if you're just going... Uh, for a couple of days and you already know the end, you don't need a concierge service. Like that's fine. Not everybody does at least buy your tickets through concierge. It's not any additional cost to you at all. Even if you don't use the services, it's the same price that you'll get charged at the gate from Disneyland, but it helps concierge and uh, they are official uh, travel partners. So keep going with concierge and uh, you know, and they make the reservations fun. for you, which honestly, yeah. Is Oh yeah. The park easy, reservations easy, even too easier. Because you have to buy your ticket and then you have to then go in and make reservations for the days that you plan to be there. Yeah. Can I tell Which you? I was too nervous to do. So I was like, can you just do this for me, please? Do it. Nice. I was uh, I was upstairs a few minutes ago writing an email and um, I was trying to write. It's, I'm, I'm going to say it wrong. I, I don't know what the word is anymore. Con- 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 Concierge. Yes. I don't know what you're trying to write concierge and you've been poisoned by concierge. (laughs) Yeah. Your phone just auto auto corrects to concierge. It was was my brain. Like I could not figure out what the actual word was. I have a smart brain. (laughs) I I have the latest smart brain guys. I I think it has a G concierge. I I sat there for a solid 30 seconds going. I I think I have to Google this. Like I don't know. All all you got to do. Is you write out how you think it is and then wait for the red squiggly line to come up. You just right click on it. Yeah. Let the computer do the work for you. Well, but then you have to actually type it out. See, I was trying to say it. Oh, okay. I was trying to just Oh, you're doing voice, voice to text. Oh, okay. Got I was it. like, I got stuck on the word. I was like, ah, I'm broken. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Butler. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> Uh, Discord channel. If you guys want to join the Discord channel, hit me up, Jason at earsuppinepodcast dot com, or message me wherever you can find me, or message any Facebook Messenger, whatever you want to do. Um, I'm I hesitant to sort of make it public. I just I don't know yet. So, um, but we're having fun over there in Discord, so you can you can come check that out. Uh, Taryn, do we have feedback? Yes, we do. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> okay, yes, we do. <laughs> okay, great. 
Um, it's a long one, but it's a good one. I think this is a this is a pretty good email. This is from Spencer. He says, "Hi, gang. Long time listener, second time feedback. You don't have it, right? I do have it. Uh, you told me the other day you didn't have it. You said check my spam, and I did, and it was there. Okay, well, as far that was new information for me. I didn't know that. <laughs> Would you like to read it, Taryn? Oh my god. Yes, go ahead, read it. Okay, fine. This is from Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds cool already. I know. Yeah. Hi, gang." Long-time listener, second-time feedbacker. I'm very excited for the interview with Don Dorsey, should it come to pass. Oh, yeah. it will. will. <laughs> On the second. On the second. Spencer, God, don't you listen? <laughs> per your recent discussion with Jeremy, Don is very, Don is indeed very much a musician. See, I would never have made that mistake. Would you like oh to continue? Gosh. Go ahead, I'm just kidding. In the 80s, he even released albums of electronic arrangements of Bach and Beethoven music. Check out the absurd album cover of Bach Busters. He also helped arrange and compose new score material for the Main Street Electrical Parade in the 70s, which is based on a Baroque hoedown. Wow. As we all know, he, so he seemed, sorry, which is based on a Baroque, Baroque, oh my God. Baroque Terran. <laughs> I, just... I've, I didn't know what a Baroque hoedown was until right now. Just kidding. We'll try that again. Uh, he also helped arrange and compose new score material for the Main Street Electrical Parade in the 70s, which is based on a Baroque hoedown, as we all know. So he seems like perfect a perfect guy for the job. Anyway, I'm a big admirer of his work in all fields. Inspired by your news about Disney Plus Day... I'm mostly writing in just to vent about Disney tactic that has amused and frustrated me since I first became an annual pass holder. The way they pass off promotional campaigns as perks and rewards for their most loyal money-spending fans. As I'm sure you've all noticed, pretty much the entire formula for years has been to install a marketing activation, tell people it's a special event with gifts and surprises, and then let people down. (laughs) Not untrue. Right. It's usually a poorly designed photo op alongside a poorly designed button or poster, see Magic Key Lounge in Tomorrowland, or every previous iteration of the AP Corner. (laughs) This guy sounds like he would be on our show. (laughs) (laughs) And it also ends with the legally meaningless phrase, and more. There is never more. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, stay tuned for more, and then you start. We don't have it. That is true. Maybe the worst and silliest example of these promotions I've seen was recently posted to several of the park-related Instagram accounts. For a limited time, if you purchase a bowl of pasta from Pim's Test Kitchen using mobile order, you'll receive a button featuring, that's right, a picture of a bowl of pasta with the mobile order logo next to it. This was an advertised promotion. I remember talking about that on the show, either uh, on In-Depth or or this one. Who wants that? That was a thing, and right when it opened so stupid right it's ridiculous it's the most ridiculous thing ever and i mean he's absolutely right it's it's you're just doing advertising for them and i know that you can make that argument about wearing a disneyland shirt or disneyland hat either in the parks or without the park yeah anywheres but in the in the park that's like very specific targeted like that's too weird for me where it's like you know at mcdonald's you get a a free napkin with the m on it (laughs) With every purchase. You get five. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. (laughs) Disney Plus Day was, of course, just another example of this, and it seemed just as unexciting as Jason mentioned. (laughs) For my part, I didn't go to Disneyland 
but I did go to see one of four $5 surprise screenings that they, that were being held at AMC theaters for the occasion. See, I didn't hear about this. I did not know about that either. I didn't either. Uh, the, the matinee was Walt Disney Animation Studios film, which meant that it could be any one of the 58 released animated features over the last 84 years by Wikipedia wow. account. Which movie was it? The 58th, of course, the 2021 film Raya and the Last Dragon. I left 10 minutes in because if I had loved Raya, which I didn't, I've al- I've already seen it this year. What a missed opportunity. So it's just a, Very real. a roulette wheel between one of 84 movies and it's just the most recent one. It's probably the most recent one that, that, yeah. that his local theater had. Well, and that's <laughs> it's even, like, oh, he still got this. Let's blow the dust off. Well, that's also giving them a lot of credit that it's a roulette reel. It's not. Right. It's no. just Raya. Well, I'm assuming all. he was in downtown Disney. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, wait, that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that's right. The theater? Yeah. Oh, well, not she bad. gone. Yeah. She gone. <laughs> I'd be curious if you all share the same frustration or if there are any promised perks you felt deflated by as Disney Park fans. Yeah, the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. All of it. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I appreciate ears up for being a well-balanced place of love for the Disney Parks and skepticism of the company that runs them. That is actually, that should be our tagline. That's actually <laughs> literally what we are. <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. And thanks, Spencer. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, that's one thing I didn't want to be when we started the show was just another podcast that just blew smoke everywhere because you get enough of that. It's There's, there's just too much of it. And I understand sometimes that can, you know, the, the pendulum can swing in the, in the negative for too long. But, you know, we have a good balance. And uh, so I appreciate that. And actually, um, I wrote to Spencer I was like, dude, thanks. I'll get your, to your email, but I really appreciate the kind words. It was nice and whatever. And he says, uh, by the way, a tag on this. We were at the parks yesterday, and I actually saw the mobile order pasta bowl button and no other buttons pinned on somebody's backpack. Wow. I did not get a good enough read on them overall to gauge irony levels. <laughs> <laughs> the mobile wow. order pasta button. I'm going to collect them all. That's thing. Um. Do you guys this, can can you guys think of any perks that have been promised oh. and we're just like Ugh. well it took us four years of being an annual pass holder to get the stupid magnet yeah that's true that's true I feel like for me my biggest problem is that there were cool things and they take them away yeah like you're paying more yeah like the I, calendar I can't think of anything that I was promised that didn't deliver or or been deflated by I guess I mean maybe that Tower of Terror you know um party that we paid for to go to yeah. that was disappointing just in and of itself but there wasn't anything necessarily specific that stood out but yeah i think it's more of just like the culling of the free stuff and the the perks and the bonuses of like spending all this money i don't know yeah being able to take this a, sorry go ahead, go ahead please just being able to take a photo in front of like uh what are those called the backdrop things is not a perk it's a stupid <laughs> so this email actually transitions perfectly into what I would like to refer to as my first rant okay. about my Disneyland trip. Um, I was actually there on Disney Plus Day. Um, and one of the perks were if you were the first however many people into the park, you got a hat that said Disney Plus Day. And I, it was blue and like I saw a bunch of people wearing it. And um, they laid a carpet, which... I saw that. I'm going to get real hippie in a second here, but they laid a car- like a blue carpet and it said Disney Plus upon entry. So like where you would take pictures next to the the, the trees. Yeah. And the, or, the, yeah. the Mickey was, like plant. 
Yes, that was all carpeted, which is which very just weird, incredibly mm-hmm. wasteful. Because you know yeah. they're not saving that for next Disney Plus. Like it was freaking disgusting that's by the what, end of the night. That's oh, what we course. were talking about when we saw photos of that. We're like, wow, are they going to reuse? I mean, I no, guess you can. I mean, steam I can't clean imagine. It. First of all, there was no padding underneath that, so I can't imagine they're going to get somebody out there with a shampooer to actually shampoo it. No, they're going to roll it up and burn it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, what a stupid thing to do. Another one of the perks that were offered, and I, I don't know if you guys talked about this on the show that I wasn't here for, but another one of the perks were that if you were a Disney Plus subscriber, you could get into the park 30 minutes early. Mm-hmm. Now, the park opened at 7.30 that day, as opposed to 8 o'clock. What they didn't tell you, though, was none of the rides opened at 7.30. You were just allowed to be there at 7.30. Really? So beyond. Really. <laughs> that's, did they did they kind of pin you in on Main Street? Or they let you like roam around, even no. though there's no rides. As far on. as I know, there was there was Roman. I was a little bit late, like I didn't get there right at seven thirty. Yeah, but it was. I mean, it was a freaking mess anyway. The whole day was like super crowded. Were you able to to get it to use those perks because uh, you're a Disney Plus subscriber? Hold. <laughs> okay. Yes. How I mean, you- I, yeah, I was able to get in early. I just had to show my thing because yeah. How Disney, do you do that? The, thing, the fact that I'm a Disney Plus subscriber actually shows up in my Disney account because it's the oh. same email address. So it's like ah, okay. based upon your email address and your address, we determine that you live in California and that you're this and that you're that. Mm-hmm. So I was able to do based that. on these facts. We decided. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, the wording to me was confusing as to what the perks, because it said you got a free photo pass. I, or maybe it didn't say photo pass. I, I read photo pass though. So I was like, sweet. I'll get my photos from the day. Nay, nay. You were allowed certain photos taken by a photographer. Hmm. Um, like they said, at terrible photo. Like one of them was like, you know, the 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 when you're walking into Star Wars, there's like that tunnel. Mm-hmm. One yep. of them was a photo up against the tunnel wall, <laughs> and there was a hell of people in line for them. So I was like, nah. And then that's the thing I with got, anything. Free. I got this. What is it, a button? <laughs> it's a button. Jiminy Christmas! Heck yeah, look at you go, you and your. Button. I actually I got up to get this while he while you were reading that because I was like, yeah, I got that. Get so <laughs> guess how much for the hat and that button? How much those are going for on eBay right now? Oh, tell me because I will sell this immediately. I have two of them. Fifty four dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> But is anyone buying that? I don't know. Some some schlub is selling his hat, just his hat for sixty five ninety nine. Someone else is selling it for forty nine fifty. No. So oh, the I'm fact try to sell this. Yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. And it's just the hat, but the hat with a button. Well, you know, yeah, you got it. I didn't get a hat. They were out. Oh, okay. Well, the button. I don't know. Good luck with that. I just. Really, I, I saw pictures of that carpet, and that's really what, like, I don't know why it makes me mad, but, like, it, it just... was very off-putting. Yes, that's what it looked like in the photos. Like, I wouldn't want to walk into Disneyland with a giant blue carpet. It's weird. Yeah, it does sort of take you, you know, out of the experience where where people look forward to walking up yeah. in this area and standing by the flowers and get their picture taken and doing this thing, and, like, that's what... People come for the repeatability and the nostalgia of it and how to Same build that nostalgia. So if you if you walk in and suddenly there's a, a sea of blue plastic, that's it's like, it's like walking into like the Microsoft Expo or something. Yeah, it's weird. Like, 
I don't know. I it wouldn't was, have personally like, done that. Hev- it was like heavy advertising, you know, like a, yeah. you know, like Austin Powers three, where like everybody was holding Taco Bell in like every scene. <laughs> like there was a lot of product placement. <laughs> yeah. oh, and that's what it felt like. JPEG. Um, well, thanks, Spencer. And thanks, Bev, for that rant. You can support the show by going to Etsy.com slash slash shop slash covers. You can buy a turkey leg shirt just like this. You can do that. Uh, but patreon.com slash ears up is the best way. Go there. Sign up to be a Patreon supporter. Five bucks a month and up. You get a lot of cool perks, one of which will be the secret show. And I promise that these perks will not let. Well, I can't promise that. I'm uh, hoping that these perks don't let you down the way that the <laughs> Disney ones do. And if they do, I'm sorry, but just don't leave me. Please continue to be a Patreon supporter. <laughs> so we can continue in the show. We got to do it. Um, all right. I was going to mention that uh, we are, you know, continued down our Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, rabbit hole for a bit. Yeah, I mean, I guess we might as well. The next movie we watched was uh, the Ed Norton Hulk movie, which mm-hmm. is a total stinker. It's total stinker. It sucks. Come on. It's bad. I thought it was bad. You can definitely have your own opinion on it. I just don't like Ed Norton as like that kind of, I don't, I don't know what I just don't, I I didn't think he, he got it. I didn't think he nailed it. I agree. I really like Edward Norton. I don't think he was the right person for that role. I agree. I still like it better than Captain America and Captain Marvel put together. Oh yeah, for sure. You can run those side by side and you, yeah, 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 for sure. Well, it's funny because apparently so did the producers, the producers didn't like him in that role because Mark Ruffalo got <laughs> for the next couple of roles. And, uh, and there you go. We watched Thor. He's my favorite. No, no, he's good. Oh, he's great. Yeah. yeah. As far as all of the, uh, oh. the Hulks go, he's the best. I agree. I agree. Yeah, he's fantastic. Um, watch Thor. Thor is my favorite. I love oh, it. He's so pretty. He really, I think that's why it's my favorite. Because I'm like, oh, this is a fun one to watch. <laughs> God. Jiminy Christmas. Because he's also funny. Thor Thirst like, Trap. Yes. And funny. Uh, that's a good movie. The sexism on the show is a little too much right now. I don't really appreciate it. Uh, I apologize. I'm I speaking about a perfect male <laughs> specimen. You know, it's a wig he was wearing, okay? Um, and then, okay. and then after Thor was the Avengers. And so my question to you, Taryn is, is now seeing another Captain America. Did you like Captain America even a little bit better? Chris Evans? Cause the first one, you didn't like him. You're like, eh, he's really boring. He's watching paint dry. Did was, I, he, was he a little bit better for you now that you understood maybe the character a little bit? Cause I still think his acting is a character choice. I disagree. No, that's what I think. I disagree with with your thought. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I did not like him better. I think right. he pales in comparison to the others. I think I agree. Widow is so much better than he is. Like I know. I think, I mean. Oh, the hero in Iron Man. Oh, she's so pretty and funny, too. Oh. <laughs> swoon, swoon, swoon. Uh, Are you I, talking about Gwyneth Paltrow right now? Uh, no, although she is very pretty. Uh, I was talking about um, Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, yeah. oh, oh okay, He's just say. trying to be us because yeah. we were swooning over yeah. Thor. All, all day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> every day. The entire day. 24 hours in the day. Right, right now. Yeah. Right. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it, it didn't. It didn't help. Okay. Well, that's fair. I think him being around the other people, having it be an ensemble helps me enjoy the movie. Ooh, look at you speaking French. Yeah. 
but it did not help me like him anymore. Okay. Well, that's fair. That's fair. The 21st Amendment Brewery's latest beer release, Tropical Brew Free or Die IPA, puts an island vacation in their whimsically designed cans. That's right, cans. This refreshing year-round release, Tropical IPA, is brewed with pale and Munich malts, brimming with a Zaka, Citra Cryo, and Mosaic hops, and topped with a splash of pineapple flavor. The result is a clean, refreshing beer featuring a mix of sweet malt, balanced bitterness, fruit-forward hops, and a nice tropical vacation at the finish. Tropical Brew for Your Die IPA is available at your local good beer shop, neighborhood taproom, and anywhere else people come together to find great craft beer. I get it, Eric. Jeez. It's not his fault. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sully and I wrote that thing. And I'm just like, oh, I just always think it's longer or it's shorter than it is. All right. Let's talk real quick about the the part two of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which is the the uh, Ichabod crane. Okay portion okay um the movie is the adventures of ichabod and mr toad but for some reason top billing doesn't matter anymore when we last left this movie the camera was back in the real library that sort of sets up the mr toad portions panning away from the wind in the willows book which mr toad is based from and is moving on down the rows presumably to the legend of sleepy hollow which is the book where we find our thin buddy ichabod crane Bing Crosby's smoky voice comes on to intro Old Icky, as he's called, because nicknames are cool. The book opens up on a map of colonial New York, where our story takes place, just north of Manhattan in a quiet and peaceful village called Sleepy Hollow. We find Ichabod strolling along a dirt road, large nose buried in a book, heading towards town. We get about 20 seconds of various different ways to call someone both ugly and skinny at the same time. Ichabod was abundantly both, just for you guys' information. There we meet the Sleepy Hollow Boys, a gang of fellers hanging out in front of ye old snooker and schnapps shop with their leader, Brom Bones. He comes in hot on a horse and pours everyone a beer right out of a cask he essentially steals from outside the bar they were hanging out in. Uh, the narrator tells us that Brom is a jokester, a prankster, and makes it a point to say there was never any malice in any of his gags. Just from these first 10 seconds of seeing him on screen, you get the idea that he and Gaston were sort of from the same family tree. Both are big, hulking dudes with prodigious strength, handsome, humorous, and considered a hero to the country folk. I really do think like Gaston was sort of stolen from um, Brom Bones here, but that's just me. Through the bottom of his tankard of ale, which, yes, really did used to be clear back then due to prevent anyone from sneaking up on you while you were drinking, Brom sees old Icky strolling down the main street, nose still buried in his book. Needless to say, the town bully made sure everyone saw this scarecrow of a man. Even his horses were laughing at him. And there's a song, too. There's a, We get an Ichabod song. Are you guys ready? I have a couple clips. A couple, Actually, I think all of them are songs. Here we go. Let's get Zeus. Look at that old spook of spooks. The big build-up. You gotta have a big build-up. <laughs> Who's that coming down the street? Are they shovels or are they feet? Need and lanky skin and bone with bows a scarecrow with a to bone. Yet he has a certain air. Debonair and devil may care. It's the new school. Master, 
funny pen, funny frame. Ichabod, Ichabod, Crane. Ichabod, maybe Quaint. Maybe odd and maybe he ain't. Anyway, there's no complaint from Ichabod, Ichabod, Crane. And though the arrival of the pedagogue yeah, that was Bing Crosby there. But yeah, are they shovels or are they feet? So he's a big, tall, ugly-ass dude, giant feet, lanky as hell, clothes a scarecrow would hate to own. Kind of like Jack Skellington. Yeah, I mean, I guess a little bit, right? Um, as as he strolls into town, the feeling you get is that he's a funny-looking dude, but he's polite, and he's probably more polite than most of the locals. And as the song says, there were mixed emotions. Basically, do we pick on him or invite him for dinner? Or both, which is ended up what, what happened. Uh, Ichabod doesn't punish the kids in his schoolhouse because he's the new school teacher whose mothers cook good food for him. So there's a scene where he has like a social calendar and he's like he's busy every night and usually it's going to dinner <laughs> and then at, at the uh, student's parents' house. So hmm. there's that. He's also billed as a ladies' man somehow in all of this. Oh. Yeah. I think because he has manners, he's not wealthy at all. He's nice. And so women like him. I don't know. I don't understand that concept. Uh, Katrina Van Tassel. (laughs) (laughs) Katrina Van Tassel, a blooming lass and as plump as a partridge. That's direct quote. I didn't write that flowery language, a blooming lass. So younger and anyway, and plump as a partridge enters. Everyone in the village loves her. She's the most desired woman in the village. She's, she's drawn very, very pretty, more pretty than, than any of the other women that Ichabod's been cavorting with. Of course, Ichabod is smitten immediately, and after a few racy sight gags, like his long braid um, standing on end when he meets her, uh, we get to see her daydreaming of marrying this woman. So she has a song as well. Nope. Whoops. No, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Who cares? I'll leave that part out. Once you have met that little coquette, Katrina, you won't forget Katrina. But nobody yet has ever upset Katrina. That cute coquette, Katrina. You can do more with Margaret or Helena. Katrina will kiss and run to her romance is fun with always another one to start yet when you met that little coquette Katrina anyway you can do more <laughs> like I forget the name, <laughs> names of the women but like yeah. wow yeah easy calm down bing <laughs> These all sound like Christmas songs to me because it's because it's Bing Crosby. Yeah, yeah. the one I was going to play was uh, um, Ichabod is a good singer, and so there's like footage of him. Footage, it's actual footage. It's a documentary um, of him like leading a chorus of like you know the townswomen or whatever, and they're they are literally swooning. Their eyes roll back in their head. (laughs) And here I'll just now I'm going to play it because it's also a classic Bing Crosby. You know where he does his like crooner thing. Here we go. 
And it's like 45 seconds of this dreck. Like, this was entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, dude. Anyway. Um, Ichabod starts daydreaming about marrying Katrina and taking over her dad's farm because there's so much money in farming, I guess. Of course, Gaston, I mean, Brom was after Katrina too, which led to some unexpected conflicts between him and Ichabod. And of course, Katrina played into both sides. So clearly, whatever happens next is entirely her fault and nobody else's. The men tussle a bit, and after Ichabod intentionally or otherwise emerges the victor, we start getting into the setup of the story. Katrina sends an invite to her father's yearly Halloween party, and there he's wowed her with his elegant dancing. It's funny because the movie does do a good job of making the character of Ichabod ride this line between being suave and cultured, but also poor as hell. At one point, he's getting ready for the party, and he takes chalk dust from the uh, chalkboard in the schoolhouse and uses it as face powder. The mirror he's using is broken. His comb is looking pretty bad, but everybody loves him, so who cares? He, like, pulls it off. You know, it's almost like he's a scam artist, maybe. Okay. But not really charismatic. He's charismatic. And like, he's basically just trying to get fed. Every scene is him eating. (laughs) It's pretty funny. He's like dancing with Katrina and like sneaking a big piece of cake. And then he spins around and he just goes like props it in one hand and just down the throat. Maybe he has a tapeworm. (laughs) Maybe he has (laughs) several tapeworms. I don't know. Uh, Later at the party, Katrina's dad has everyone gather around to tell ghost stories. I guess their internet was out. I don't know. Um, Brown knows Ichabod is very superstitious. So he goes all out with his story of the headless horseman, really embellishing things for Ichabod. And it seems to be working actually through the whole story. Ichabod, Ichabod is just eating, but he's very scared at the same time. Um, Ichabod is sweating. He's freaking out while everyone else, even Katrina is laughing at the story and, and how, um, crazy Brom is telling it. So of course it's in a song. Bopping, dude. Anyway, you know, fun stuff like that. Holding his noggin in his head. As the song winds down, Brom warns uh, Ichabod that he'd better make it across the bridge before the horseman gets him. That's where the horseman's power stops, is at the bridge. As he rides home that night, Ichabod tries to stay cheerful, but he keeps remembering Brom's story. Riding in this in the forest glen at midnight was getting to him. He kept seeing ghosts and monsters in the shadows, the frogs and the wind and the crows all joining together to build his anxiety to new heights. Then he hears it, the howling laugh of the headless horseman. Ichabod tries to get away, but his older looking workhorse is no match for the black, uh, the black as night horse carrying the headless pursuer. 
sword flying. He slashes at Ichabod, missing every time. I mean, without eyes, what do you expect? Finally, he crosses the bridge, and as he stopped on the other side to look back at the horseman, a flaming pumpkin smashes him in the face. That was enough for Ichabod, and he left town without telling anyone. Brombones married Katrina, and while some people hear Ichabod was still alive and married a rich widow somewhere else in another town, others knew that the headless horseman had spirited him away. The end. <laughs> I really liked this story. I, I enjoyed it a lot, quite frankly. The sound design was really, really great, especially in that forest glen. The way that they had the forest building Ichabod's anxiety and the way that they did was a genuine moment in the film for me. The sound director on this was C.O. Slyfeld, who worked on such projects as Bambi, Make My Music, The Three Carboneros, Carboneros <laughs> Song of the South, <laughs> Cinderella, Alice, and so much more. It sure holds up, and if you haven't seen it in some time, give it a watch. I think it rules pretty hard, and I don't think it's too scary for kids. That was another thing, too. I mean, there's maybe in the forest a little bit, maybe at the end when the pumpkin comes at him, or the, the head, the flaming head comes, but it's such a short thing. It's I don't think it's, I think any kid could would enjoy this. I think it's really nice. It's cool. Interesting. This was the last of the packaged films for Disney where they took shorts and turned them into features by slamming them together um, until Winnie the Pooh in 1977. So this is uh, this is sort of marks the end of the packaged films and the beginning of like the full length features. Let's you know, let's kind of go. Anyway, I liked it. And if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Interesting. OK. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm kind of surprised that's your take on it. Now, yeah. Now I do want to watch it. Ah, it was cool. I remember watching it and not feeling the same way. So I'm curious. Now I kind of want to go back and watch it. (laughs) Well, you know, what are you going to do? Right. All right. I'm going to advance break time for a second. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to come back and then we're going to tackle Bev's um, story or whatever, whatever the hell Bev's doing. So hang on, everybody. Ears up. We'll be right back on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Ears Up, where the opinions never stop. Ever. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. Speaking of opinions, Bev, let's go, dude. You went to Disneyland. I did. I went to Disneyland. Let's talk last, about it. Last week. All right. With Terrence. All right. With <laughs> with Terrence. <laughs> so Terrence isn't here. He's camping because apparently a year a year in advance is too little time for him to plan. So he's not here right now, even and though the show has been booked for a year, literally a year. And apparently he has just all the vacation time. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so that's Terrence. The end. Um, that's the story. <laughs> the end. How was going with Terrence? Uh, you know, actually, I had a pretty good time. Okay. I have to tell you the story. Yes. First day. First of all, I love stories about Terrence. I can't. I can't get enough. It's of them. not so much about Terrence. Though. I want to do a sketch show where all I do is reenact moments of Terrence's life. Oh my god! Not oh me because gosh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fit the bill. But like, you know what I mean? Well, I just somebody you else. Reenact, you should reenact this moment. Let's do it. Okay. So we wake up. Uh, we shared a hotel room, which 
maybe wasn't my best choice because that was a lot of people in a one hotel room. Oh, you but shared I, a there room. were beds for all of us. You it shared was, a room with him, his wife, his three children, and you and your and wife. My and oh yeah, you and your daughter. Wow, wow that's yeah, a lot of people, bro. It was a lot. Well, I was trying to save money. How did you use the bath? Like th- that's a show in and of itself. Yeah, actually, the bathroom was never an issue. Huh. Not once. Wow. Okay. Hard to believe, but go ahead. It really wasn't. Um, so anyway, we all wake up at 6 a.m. because we want to get there for rope drop. All right. Yes. So we we get up, we get dressed. The kids, it's the first day. So they're like, they were pretty. They're steady booling. They were all, they were all doing pretty good because they yeah. were excited to go. We grab some uh, breakfast from our hotel. And as we are walking out, um, so the hotel we stayed at had this fountain out front. It was it wasn't super big, but it was decent size, and it had these little frogs placed, and they like kind of spit water towards the center of the fountain. Okay, what hotel was so, this? The Clarion. Okay. It's, uh, it's like a couple hotels past Catella. Oh, it's okay. It's a ways, but not so terrible. It was, it was less than a mile, but it was still it was a hike. Okay. Okay. Um, it was like a 20 ish minute walk. It wasn't the worst place I've ever stayed. Wasn't the best. That being said, we are. And when I say we are walking out, I mean, like Terrence and I are like bringing up the rear and Becca's at the front with the kids. And we are just like walking out of the sliding glass doors. Yeah. And Terrence looks at me and he says, Tommy's going to fall in the fountain. And I was like, shut up. And then I looked over and Tommy was knee deep in his pants and tennis shoes in the fountain. <gasps> And the fountain was broken. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> so uh, so not really broken. It was um, yeah. uh, the, the frogs that spit the water. Yeah. He thought he could leapfrog from the edge because he's a boy and he jumps around and whatever. He jumped from the ledge onto the frog thinking that he'd be okay. Let me first say the frog was only this big. So this is a poor decision regardless so what's this big also weren't bolted down like five inches in diameter it was yeah like like about that 10 something like that okay yeah not big enough to jump on but also wet and slick right there were all these were all things that should that didn't whatever so it fell off of its little perch and so there was just a pipe sticking out (laughs) towards the center (laughs) so (laughs) so terrence was furious of course becca takes becca takes tom well to be fair we were all pretty angry yeah um so becca took tommy upstairs to change terrence and i are down there talking watching the kids um and abby and frankie were doing like abby was trying to teach frankie some like gymnastics like leg exercises and i was As i watched I was, you do i was watching them yeah and then like i looked away for a second and then i looked back over and i saw frankie run from the one side that she was at to the side of the fountain and then like leap up onto the ledge of the fountain no, but dude. she also had too much momentum and no. went feet first oh into my the God. <laughs> in pants so i was like all right i'll take this one up oh, <laughs> and no. i was like terrence Keep these kids away from the fountain. I don't care if you have to go wait on the sidewalk. You can't write this. No, you can't. So then, well, it gets even better because I was like, I'll just go up there. I'll meet Becca. We'll change. She'll change her pants. She had Crocs on, so she'll change her pants. We can come right back down and we can still make it. Well, I got up there and I apparently like 
as I was going up, Becca was going down, but I didn't have a key. <laughs> oh, so no. I was like knocking on the door, like, could you let me in? So then I had to go back down. Ugh. And rather than like With walk back child. out, I just went to the front desk and I was like, I need a key. So then I got a key, took Frankie upstairs. We got her clothes changed. We made it into the park at 840. <gasps> <laughs> it oh, opened at cool. 8. After getting up at 6 in the morning. I got dude. up at 6 to get there. <laughs> wow. It was, it was something. It was... That's cool, man. That's a that's that's wild. <laughs> but honestly, like, I mean, we were all like angry, but now it's like the funniest story. Like I yes. think about it, and I like can't not laugh. It is, <laughs> I, can't, I can't make this up. Yeah, yeah, no, that's ridiculous. That's amazing. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> well, wow. how was the how was the crowd level? That's what I'm really curious about. Especially as we're getting more to the holidays, I do keep hearing about. Um, you know, the crowd sort of increasing and people, you know, not really, you know, jiving too well with each other. And how's that, how was all that stuff? It was incredibly busy when we were there. And Ooh. also like we were there Wednesday, Thursday. Well, I was there with the greens Wednesday, Thursday, and then just me and Abby on Friday. But yeah. Thursday was also veterans day, which okay. apparently not a single one of us thought about the fact that kids have veterans day off of school. Wow. So that was unpleasant. Um, okay. It was, it was just, it was very busy Wednesday, not so much, but veterans day was when we noticed like a huge shift. Um, and that was also mm. the night that Disneyland closed early because oh. they had their holiday party. So Disneyland right. closed at seven. So then, um, California adventure was a mess. So, oh, oh, right. okay. Well, they stayed open until 10. Interesting. Cause if you don't have a park hopper, correct. Or a reservation. No, if you have a park hopper, you just have to choose your first park. Oh, is that true? Okay. And then okay. you can park and then you can hop. Okay. Yeah. They don't make right. you make reservations for each one. Ooh. All right. Well, um, that's good because I would hate to be like, oh, well, we'll just go over to. Oh, man. <laughs> My night ends at seven now. Cool. But I mean, we actually ended up leaving not long after seven. We went yeah. over to California Adventure for, I think, one or we made like one or two rides and we were like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. So we just went back to the hotel and let the kids go swimming. You know, I actually had, I talked about this. I had plans to buy, to pay for Genie. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Which was not. Can't do it. Not, it is not <laughs> available. And actually, don't Wait. quote me on this, but I don't necessarily think it's going to be available for a while. So wait, the genie is the fast pass thing, right? Correct. Correct. There were no fast passes. No, Lightning Lane is the fast pass. The genie is the well, right, um, but they're, the they're kind, they kind of go hand in hand. Okay, but you can do Lightning Lane without without the genie. I don't understand. I yeah, I didn't know that. But regardless, I, I was going to pay for the genie pay, plus to give me the Lightning Lane. You were going to pay for Lightning Lane because okay. I knew it was going to be busy once I realized when we were going. And I knew that's um, what you meant when you said the genie wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. but um, yeah, no, it's not available. And so something I noticed when we were in Disney World, we were the, so Genie or Lightning Lane or whatever you want to call it, Genie Plus wasn't available when we were at Disney World either. Mm-hmm. We didn't really need it, um, but all of the signage for like the the Fast Pass lanes didn't say Fast Pass anymore. They all said Lightning Lane. Like everything had been, it they were prepared, like they were ready to roll that out. Everything still says Fast Pass at Disneyland. Yeah. So they're, it's not coming anytime soon. And I don't think they're going to introduce the Genie Plus with the Lightning Lane and still have signs that say Fast Pass. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, that makes total sense. Have they, like, announced that it's coming to Disneyland? No. Oh. No, not yeah, yet. Not yeah. a date. I mean, it's just 
in the near future. Like, are we just assuming? Okay, but they have said that it is at some point coming. Yeah, because they've released the prices. It's more oh. expensive at Disneyland. Huh. Okay. That's interesting That's to really, have to have a pricing to have a pricing schedule, but no date of implementation. Right. For no reason. I mean, you know that they're, uh, but they got to be operating the same software. I don't know. I don't know. To me, that's really weird. I also thought it was really weird to test it at uh, Disney World instead of Disneyland first. I wonder if it's just easier because almost everybody at Disney World has magic bands. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You were going with the understanding or anticipation of buying the Lightning Lane thing. When you were there, would you still have done it had it been available? One, I would have bought myself two, even though I only needed one. That's how busy it was. (laughs) Because it's you're paying per ride. I thought there were some that were included. And then if you wanted like there were like bigger ticket ones you paid. That's news to me. I didn't know that there were as far as I understand, it's per ride. Hmm. Maybe I'm misinformed. The lightning lane. It's like you pay it per ride to go to skip the line. And I thought that on busy days, like there was there were certain certain rides that are just going to be included. But then there's like Ridgeway racers where they're just going to they're going to charge a fee for Mm. or okay well that might be the case i don't actually know like see the here's the thing here's the system. problem but I, again, I have no I idea we talked about this and i can't remember this be- is so overly complicated i think it is agreed too. i think it is too i mean yeah we've we've talked about it several times and we're still like super unclear about it yeah this yeah this is a really bad idea otherwise then um, fast pass you go that's it one thing i will say that i noticed um so outside like walking around it was it was very crowded um and the lines, like the lines all said, you know, Radiator Springs said 55 minutes. And I've literally never once waited in that line. I've always fast passed it. Um, but we I, we had run into some other friends. This was on the last day when I wasn't with Terrence and Becca. I ran into some other people I knew and they were going to go get in line. I was like, well, when in Rome, we can mm-hmm. sit around and complain about the line or we can just wait in line. Either way, we're going to bitch about the line. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we got in line. It actually only ended up being like 25 minutes. And then I had the same experience on um, Space Mountain where it said like 50 minutes and it ended up being closer to 20. See, Jeremy has been saying that, too. In Epcot or in in Disney World. I just think of Jeremy and just Epcot. um, Well, yeah, that in Disney World, (laughs) it's the same the same thing. The posted times are not always the the actuality. Um, Right. Lisa in the chat says that you're right, Bev. There are some that are included. Okay. Great. I love hearing that I'm right. Thank you. There are many that are included in love Genie Plus, but there are standalone ones for a couple of attractions. Right. So like the big what, ticket items. What so does like, that mean? Like I said, Ridgeway Racers, probably. Um, I don't know. I, oh, the Web Slingers, Rise of the Resistance. Web Slingers. Yeah. No, but like, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm really trying to understand this. So okay. like. I have I, feelings about Web Slingers, by the way. I get, I get a Disney Plus for whatever. Genie about. Plus. Genie Plus. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. Uh, Too many pluses. I get a genie plus added to my ticket and it's my fast pass thing, right? That's what it is. And you get it added per day. Per day, but it includes some rides. But then if I want to go on certain rides, I have to pay more. No, you don't have to pay, but you you can pay if you want to skip the lines. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to lightning lane those rides. Yes. If you want to lightning lane like rides of the resistance, you have to pay extra. Yeah. Okay. For the, just that ride. Correct. And yes. Lightning Lane, you get into by having Genie Plus. Yes. And then if I don't have Genie Plus, but I want to go, but I want Lightning for um, Rise of the Resistance, can I do that one only? I don't think so. 
I don't know. But that's a great question. None of it makes sense. It's so stupid. None of it makes sense. And, you know, it's it's been, it's been, we've talked about it before. Kyle came on a couple of years ago and talked about it, um, about how fast passes just make standby lines worse. In fact, I was chatting with Maddie, maybe I'm not supposed to say this, but like, she goes, you know, I would just let, they tell you to like count how many people go standby and then you stop and you count how many people go fast pass. She's like, it never really works well. So you just end up like, no, they, t- they think she either, either timed it. Like she did it like opposite. So end up more people in her lines would actually go that were standby because the amount of people, it just, the, the amount of people in your fast pass line extend your standby line so much. Oh. It just doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work because not only is it holding a spot for you, but then you have to wait there while everybody in the fast pass queue goes ahead of you. And then it's just, it makes the lines longer. Fast passes make the lines longer. And then it also makes the streets busier. Mm-hmm. So you, you, the park feels more crowded. Your standby lines are longer with it. I don't know how this, you know, the lightning lane is going to work. I mean, maybe it's, they price it so less people will use it. Yeah. I think that's I think that's an idea, but I mean, I'm the cheapest person alive, and I was like, "Let me, please, God, let me pay you." Yeah, well, right, take and that's, my money, and that's the thing we've we've seen time and again Disney trying to price people out of the parks, and we think, "Oh my God, here it goes," and the parks are busier than ever. I shared a hotel room with the Greens. That's how cheap I am. <laughs> but you would pay eight dollars to not wait in line, Jiminy Christmas. Well, um, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Well, I don't want to jump to to the end if you're if you're going to talk about this, but you had planned on getting the magic key. Did you- I didn't. You're not jumping to the end. I actually. Are you so I, up? This I have I have information about this. Also, I did actually end up doing that, um, and I don't know if it's because of how busy it was because I didn't look again. Um, but on Veterans Day, I looked and there were signs, and they were like we are not selling magic keys at the kiosks today. I now I didn't look on Friday, which was the day that I ended up buying my key because you have to buy it. So if you have a park ticket, you have to purchase it on the last day of your, or if you want, I'm sorry, if you want to upgrade your ticket to a magic key, you have to purchase it on the last day of your ticket after you're done park hopping, because once you purchase it, it eliminates your ticket and takes away any reservations you have. Okay. So for example, if I, because Disneyland was open until midnight that night. And so if I had purchased it when we were at DCA, like around seven 30, I would have not been able to go back into Disneyland later on. Can you imagine how furious would you be? Because you, because my reservation reservation. would no longer exist. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's a hot mess. And so somebody, (laughs) Becca's sister was like, yeah, no, I have had friends who've done that and they've had their reservations. Um, taken away and like been told that they're not allowed in. And eventually, like, I guess if you raise enough hell, Disney does let you in. I'm surprised but, that at, at time of upgrade, they don't check. Yeah. And ask you, do you have reservations for the rest of the night? Okay. Then come back and do this tomorrow. I think it does. But that being said, oh, I, don't know. I purchased mine. I had to purchase mine from my, um, from my phone, which was very easy. However, um, I don't, and I don't know if this is just the standard with upgrading your ticket, but I was not given the option to do the payment plan. I had to front the remaining $500. Oh. And God for credit cards. 
Yeah, and I don't or not. I wonder why because I thought that you were going to be able to 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 do that. And so I wonder why So did I because when I've purchased um annual passes in the past, like there have been times where I've paid more up front mm-hmm. so that my monthly payment has been yeah. less and it's never been an issue, but it wasn't even it was not an option on the phone. Interesting. It was like, "Okay, you want to buy this?" This is your <laughs> This you know, is you yeah. right. This you is me $560. This. Wow, that's wild, dude. That's wild. Okay, so you've done something you've never done before. You went to um, Avengers Campus, Avengers Junior I College did. Campus. I did. And you had shawarma. Shawarma saved my life. Did it? Is it the first time I you did. ever had shawarma? Because shawarma kind of slaps, dude. I love shawarma so much. Dude, it was, first of all, I don't know if it's good or not, but it was super good. Yeah, tasted <laughs> good. I, re- I would order it again, but I was also, fe- I felt like garbage that morning, and I don't know why, mm. but I was like, you know what? I think I need to eat. And the only place I could, like, I made eye contact with shawarma and, like, the heavens opened and, like, light shone down on it and, like, some doves flew by. And I was like, that's my girl. Yeah. So I went. I got some shawarma. I immediately felt better. So it's magic. It is magic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was it was very good. Hell yeah. It, and it looks really, like, sketchy. It looks just like a, almost like a taco truck. Like, yeah. It looks very janky, <laughs> but it was so good. <laughs> Um, and you rode web slingers. I did. How was that experience? Mm. I waited in line for web slingers for 70 minutes. Oh, it was 95 degrees. Yikes. And there is, so at one point you like end up in a back lot. Like they take you through these doors and there's like just these like umbrellas set up for shade of which they provide none. Oh my just God. So we're clear. Right. Um, but you're like, you're, you're in like a, parking lot <laughs> okay it's good very, theming dude it's yeah very very odd weird so the way okay. they have the line like snake through and then you know you go through that and uh, i'm just gonna say this is negative and i apologize for my negativity but if that line is more than 20 minutes don't do it hmm. it is not worth it, it go worth if you want to wait in a line to ride a ride that is essentially a video game <laughs> go stand in line for midway mania because it is 4,000 times better. Well, you know what? Uh, actually, that leads us into tonight's game, Bev. Oh. And now it's That's time to play song. the game that compares one popular ride against other not-so-popular rides for fun and laughs. Oh, dear. What better? That's right, everybody. It's time to play What's Better. All right. Oh, gosh. We're going to ask Bev. Be so negative. <laughs> What's better, Web Slingers or Peter Pan? Oh, Peter Pan. Although I didn't ride Peter Pan because the line was too long. <laughs> What's better, Splash Mountain or Web Slingers? Splash Mountain. Mm, interesting, interesting. Okay. What's better, Casey Jr. or Web oh. Slingers? <laughs> Web Slingers. Web Slingers, <laughs> all right. <laughs> What's better, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters or Web Slingers? Um, Astro Blasters. Astro Blasters. Okay. Somewhat similar, but what's better? Not, ignore me. They're not similar. Autopia oh, or Web no. Slingers? Web Slingers. Really? Whoa! All right, we found one. Rather eat glass than ride that ride. What's better, Web Slingers? Or Winnie the Pooh. 
We need the poo. Okay. Okay. What's better, web slingers or Luigi's Rollick and Roadsters? <laughs> web slingers. <laughs> oh, wow. And I, know, and I know that because I rode freaking Luigi's Rollick and Roadsters <laughs> on this past trip, and it just reiterated oh, how much butt that ride is. <laughs> to be honest with you, I wasn't even sure it was still open. Oh, my God. It's so bad. <laughs> Um, what's better, Web Slingers or the entirety of Bugsland? Oh, the entire, even stupid Heimlich, the entirety of Bugsland. Yeah, that's a guess. No, that was actually, I don't know. No. Ooh. Okay. All right. I have, to, I have to think about that. Okay. That's fair. What's better, Mickey's Wheel of Death or Web Slingers? Tough one. Can they can they tie for both being sure. awful? Yes, that's fine. Yeah. That's a tie. I like how Taryn's just telling you what you, what you can do on my <laughs> game. Uh, what's better, Web Slingers or Goofy Sky School? Goofy Sky School. Okay. I love that ride. Last oh. but not least, what's better, Web Slingers or the Golden Zephyr? Web-slingers. All right. Well, this has been What's Better. I like like your jingle. I do, too. I thought for sure your last one was going to be What's Better, Web-slingers, or sharing a hotel room with you. This is is the first I'm learning about it. I should have done that. If I was smarter, Um, I would do that. You know, I, I feel like part of the reason that I, it, it was very similar to like my experience with, um, not Rise of the Resistance. That's the good one. What's the other one? Smugglers Run. Smugglers Run. Yeah. It was very similar to my experience with Smugglers Run where there's just like, there's so much going on and there's like, you have to be doing something to where you can't really enjoy, like, I don't really know what was going. I know the premise of the ride and I, I don't know if I'm, I should talk about it. Cause I don't want to do like a spoiler alert or anything, but like it wasn't, it just wasn't that fun. Mm. And all the kids were like, that wasn't worth the wait. Mm. I mean, it was, a, it was a cool ride. I'd ride it again. If the line was short. Yeah. I think that's, it's all in context, but, a lo- but like the hype does not equal the, it never does, man. The experience. The hype for anything know, never really like, like. Ridgeway Racers is kind of, in my opinion, worth the hype. Like yeah. that, yeah. that ride is great. Um, all right. Anything else you want to drop knowledge on about your trip, Bev? Before um, we transfer into two Disney news stories and then get out of here. I think no. I think we're okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Glad you recovered from the fountain incident of 2021. <laughs> makes me happy for you. March in the past, present, and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the Ears Up Disney News. All right, here's one that's really going to piss people off, and I'm sort of sorry, but I sort of don't care. Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out in the highly anticipated sequel, which should be in air quotes. Uh, to the beloved, again, in air quotes, 1993 fantasy comedy film has been handed a fall 2022 release window announced during the Disney Plus Day celebrations on Friday, November 12th, while Bev was sweating it out in line. The Walt Disney <laughs> Company confirmed that's in the 
in this article from Tech Radar. I don't know. The Walt Disney Company confirmed that the Supernatural theme movie would land on its streaming service later in the year. And there's a photo of all the people like in their costume. And I, you know what? I I finally saw Hocus Pocus uh, for the first time like last month, and it was incredible. I would rather watch feces disintegrate on the sun. It was the worst movie. I think I've ever seen in my entire life and mainly because for a lot of reasons. But what I don't understand is that one witch would you talk like this and she has like her face all twisted. <laughs> it's a, and she's in the promo with the thing with her face all squirreled away. And I don't understand it. And it was so distracting. The way she did it was so distracting. All I could think about is just be normal. Just talk normally. It, you, you don't need to have this sight gag or this dumb Thick. I don't like it. She's supposed to be like the ugly one. But she doesn't need to talk like this to be the <laughs> ugly one. Like it doesn't need to happen. It was so weird and like odd. I don't know. I just I didn't like it. I thought it was just sort of a terrible movie in general. And I don't understand why people love Hocus Pocus so much. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's a nostalgia thing. And I think you, you saw it too old. You're too old to have seen that for the first time. They were too old to be acting in it for the first time. Bette Miller's oh older than me now. No, it's a good movie now, when you're like little. she was ever not. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be an unpopular opinion for sure. It I is. Care. I watch it every year with Abby. It's it, it's good. It's a terrible, objectively bad movie. Objectively I didn't bad. I appreciate having to explain to her when she was eight um, why that girl kept saying virgin. <laughs> What's a virgin? Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> he is one. It's a blonde person. Yeah. Alice asked me, we were talking about how, like how she grew in my belly and she's like, but how did I get there? Mm. And I was like, Hey, uh. you want to play Barbie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait for a middle school. They'll tell you everything you need. I have, I have a screenshot of a text that Sam sent me when I was at work and he's like, Abby just asked, how do the babies come out of the mommy's tummy? And I told her to ask you. <laughs> uh, yeah. People in the chat are unhappy that I don't like Hocus Pocus, but it's, it, I'm sorry. It's, you know, of all like the nostalgia Disney, like things from the nineties, that's just the worst. It's Z tier, dude. It's terrible. It was a bad movie. Wow. Bad movie all you, around. But you, it wasn't the worst movie because you actually watched the whole thing. Yeah, there because are, I, I because I uh, was just spiraling that day. I just needed to. I was I was oh feeling too good about myself, and I needed yeah. to. Yeah. Um, speaking of not feeling good about things, I don't know. Mickey's Toontown is going to be reimagined with new experiences, more play. Apparently, play is just a thing that you can put somewhere. It's it's a noun. Play, here's some more play. You need some more play? Because I, I have 20 play on me. If I want to just, you need some more play? No, Dad, I'm fine. I got enough play. It's, and interactivity for young families in 2023. Uh, this is, of course, from the Disney Parks blog, which is, you can tell, because it's just this weird, bizarre uh, writing style that nobody fully understands yet. An ambitious reimagining of Mickey's Toontown. Ambitious. Uh, don't break your arm, Kelsey. Pat yourselves on the back there. An ambitious reimagining, an ambitious reimagining of Mickey's Toontown and Disneyland Park will debut in early 2023 alongside the new attraction Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. 
this news was shared at the uh, amusement park party thing, whatever. Who cares? Uh, building on the legacy of Mickey's Toontown, <laughs> the legacy. What do you think the legacy of Mickey's Toontown is? It's just sort of like garbage. If you took oh, if you took Mickey's Toontown and made it into an entire park the the that would called DCA, I think those feelings are the same. Yeah, yeah. People are like it's, oh, DCA. It's legacy. You okay. mean that family fight? Yeah, because that's all I remember. Uh, it's just weird. Uh, building on that legacy, Imagineers are working to create some all new experiences so families and young children can have more opportunities to play together inside Disneyland Park. The beloved Mickey's Toontown will transform into a vibrant symphony of sights, sounds, and sensations. Focusing on today's families with young children, Mickey's Toontown will feature new play experiences as well as open, grassy play spaces for everyone to unplug. This is a company who's driving everybody to use their app. Yeah, don't ever not use the app. Yeah, everything's on the app now, but... Come to the grassy play space to unplug because we care about your mental health online. The land will have landscaping for both spontaneous family play, whatever that means. I don't know fully what that means. And parental relaxation. So when you go spontaneous family play, how do you imagine that? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird phrase. I don't like it. Quote, we are so excited to leverage Disney's powerful brand, develop new stories, and share even more magical experiences with our guests, said Josh DeMauro. Uh, the newly reimagined Mickey's Toontown will be a welcoming place where families and younger guests can connect and play together in fun new ways while unplugging and having spontaneous together fun new ways times. Magic memories. Does it really say that? No, it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he had a stroke. That's yeah. terrible. Even with a greener and more spacious Mickey's Toontown, the land will offer more play activities and attractions than ever before. From active play to tactile play, new experiences will let children play, slide, spin, splash, touch, and listen. You guys, it's going to let children listen. It's going to be great. One of the new areas coming to Mickey's Toontown will be the Centennial Park. The first space guests will see when they enter this natural space will be anchored by two interactive play experiences at the center of Centennial Park will be a fountain designed for play. They love the designed word play, the greens. which will also become a, <laughs> a center icon for Mickey's Toontown at its base. Water tables will invite guests to play with the water and have a sensory experience. It's like the ball in uh, Tomorrowland. Have, Patient zero. Have a sensory experience. That's literally everything. Everything is a sensory. Like me picking up this can is a sensory experience. Why is I, I just think, I think it's actually stupid. A, it's a medical thing because that that term gets thrown around a lot in my company when we talk about like memory care and um, like Alzheimer's things like that and the, these tactile these sensory things. I think that that's a, that's actually like a they're they're trying to use like a buzzword like a medical buzzword i think yeah which is but it's sort of meaningless i don't know the sensory experience whatever at night the fountain will be brought to life in a unique spectacle so that sounds neat i mean there's like a little show piece and i i do think at night they need something you know there that's pretty cool a nearby dreaming tree taryn for you uh oh, there you go you nice. dave matthews fans a uh, nearby dreaming tree will be inspired by the tree a young walt disney would daydream under in his hometown barf rama dude get over it already like is this walt's hometown or is it Toontown. I'm confused. It, but it's inspired so it's a Montessori by, Toontown. <laughs> <laughs> inspired by a, a tree Disney would daydream under. <sighs> sculpted, tree root, sculpted tree roots will provide an opportunity for children to play, crawl, and explore 
and undulating topography will offer rolling hills and a place to sit and dream, you guys. Never you can sit undulating again. and dream. Blah, 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 huh. blah, blah. I actually think it sounds pretty cool. I think it sounds pretty cool, too. They use the word play in this article 16 times. Um, <laughs> I think Toontown needs something. Yes, right? Toontown like needs it. Has, it's definitely it absolutely needs required. something. And I think it's yes. cool that they're bringing... Um, the runaway rail- railway there because that was yes. that was a great ride actually good um, i i'm behind it all i just dislike the way that they announce certain but things that writing is pretty it's, trash yeah. it's bad it makes it makes no sense and it sort of doesn't tell you anything the fl- the, the fountains there and that's cool maybe they don't know anything they don't want to release anything whatever but what people want to know i think is when is toontown closing for this refurbishment there's no information in there there's like no information well, it's not until 2023. It's so. when it opens. Right. So, so how long is it going to take to redo all this stuff? Six months? Eight months? I don't Actually, know. Brian in the chat just said what I was just thinking this. Don't they close Toontown? Like, for the fireworks. I know they close mm-hmm. it for fireworks, but does it, does it ever reopen? Don't they close it after a certain point? I don't point? think so, yeah. Yeah, I think they. it's just shut down then for the night. Yeah. So then... I would imagine they would How close it for fireworks and then reopen it later. Why, I, I don't why know. would they reopen? I mean, why, why change things? Because, well, because if it's brand new, mm. you know, they don't want to close it at like eight and be like, okay, well, you can't ever come back. I don't know. And Runaway it, Railway will be a draw. It it's sounds, a, it's a oh, yeah, ride. for sure. Yeah. Is that like a roller coaster? No, it's um, so it was kind of mind blowing, but like. When I rode it at Disney Disney World, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was just a train ride, but it's actually trackless. So you get into a train, but it looks like it's all connected. And then it just like, I, I think Goofy's the driver, which tells you, you know, something. things are going to go sideways. And then like it all just like breaks apart. And then it does. It's it's everything the rollicking roadsters could be, but isn't. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Is it though? It is. We're getting out of here, everybody. All right. Back to the show for tonight. Walt Disney took inspiration for Disneyland from many different locations across the globe, but one you may not have heard about is in Holland. Named Maduro Dam, this park contained miniature replicas of famous Dutch landmarks and buildings. Maduro Dam opened in 1952, and Walt was so impressed with his own visit, he sent Ken Ant. He sent Ken. I don't know why I'm like pausing, like I'm going to edit it out. I'm not going to edit it out because the music is playing. He sent Ken Anderson to have a visit as well. Later, Ken would be tasked with the design of Fantasyland. Quote, I thought he had lost his marbles, but Walt was a good man to follow, so I decided whatever he wanted to do, I'd help him do it. Ken later said about the building of Disneyland. That's pretty nice. All right, everybody. We're going to get out of here. If you're listening live, hang on for a second. Actually, you can probably just jump uh, over to the uh, YouTube link that's in Patreon right now. Um, otherwise, uh, we have a bunch of other shows to listen to. Check it out. Supreme Resort, uh, Bantha Milk. They both, everybody has a uh, new episode, so go listen to things. Anyway, uh, thanks a lot, everybody. Don't forget to ask for the 21st Minute Beers wherever you find good craft beer like a DCA. And uh, until next time, we'll see you in the parks. With Don Dorsey, baby. Next show, let's go. Let's go.